It's time for the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and local sports, exclusively on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City, and streaming online right now at foxsportsrapidcity.com. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show. Here's your host, Nate Brown. Thursday afternoon to you. How are you doing? Thanks for being here. We appreciate you being a part of the Black Hills Sports Station. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. A warm one today feels good. Some thunderstorms may be on the way, so keep your eye on the sky. The Nate Brown Show back from our downtown studio. We're live on Fox Sports Rapid City, brought to you in part by Black Hills Urgent Care, committed to this community, providing exceptional care for you and your family at two locations. If you're feeling sick, get into Black Hills Urgent Care and the faster way to get better. Two locations, Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. That's in Bacon Park. Open seven days a week. Black Hills Urgent Care. Physician owned, whether it's urgent care or primary care, avoid the wait. Schedule online, bhucare.com. Right? Easy to do with the letter U. That's bhucare.com. Remember that next time. The faster way to get better. Black Hills Urgent Care. Getting going on a Thursday. A Solid show today. Solid show with some interesting interviews, some great guests across the board. I'm going to tell you about this guy. He's coming up next. We're going to catch him. He's on. He's getting ready to go on a flight. We're going to catch him. I really appreciate him coming on. He's been on HBO Real Sports. He's been on ESPN. He just got a big feature done on Yahoo Sports. And I reached out to him. I find his story intriguing. We're a high school uh, sports show here. And he's been a high school coach in Arkansas. He's won nine state championships. And he's become known for a certain thing in football that he does. And now he's parlayed that essentially into getting notoriety, winning state championships. And now he's going to take an FCS college job the head coach at the FCS program, Presbyterian College. That's out in South Carolina. He just got hired. He's going to go from high school to college. Kevin Kelly and his big story. He actually has some connections to Bill Belichick. I've got him live uh, straight ahead. You want to hear this interview, it'll be a fun one. Kevin Kelly, new head coach for the FCS program, Presbyterian College, the former high school coach, nine state titles. That record, not too bad uh, down in Arkansas. We'll talk to him about his approach. Also, in the Major League Baseball, Ben Verlander today, Fox Sports Major League Baseball analyst. He'll drop by. Pro Football Focus gave you the list of the top quarterbacks, 1 through 32. 1 through 32. I got a little bit of grief today for sticking up for Kirk Cousins. I was sticking up for your friend Kirk Cousins of the Vikings yesterday. He was ranked number 14 by Pro Football Focus. I've got PFF analysts breaking it down, the list, and why Kirk Cousins is there and your quarterback is where. Eric Eager, PFF analyst, he's on tap. Locally, Kelvin Torvey drops in today, post-22 baseball, back in action tomorrow. They'll be on Fox Sports Rapid City tomorrow as they get set for Scott's Bluff. The Hard Hats are 7-6. and six. Not a great weekend out in Watertown, frankly. Coach Torvey with reaction today as they still await the brand-new stadium getting finished up and that home opener coming up in early June. 
And Daniel Tatro drops by tonight as well. Hockey fans will talk Rapid City Rush Hockey. They're just right on the verge of the playoff spot. It looked like they may be out of it. Um, they're not. They're right there. A big win last night here in town. We'll talk to Daniel Tatro, head coach of the Rush. He's on the way. A busy Thursday show, a fun one. Let's get started. 720-1067 is our number. The Boss Pizza and Chicken Sports Line Live brought to you by the new Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar. North Lacrosse. if you haven't seen it, check it out same great food now full service bar and a tv's galore uh the boss pizzeria and sports bar north lacrosse um 720-1067 is our number get in there and the barons wilson text line open and ready 720-1067 on the barons wilson text line already some text coming in before the show even started before the show even started um and this is where i was going to go anyway today here here's the story on a thursday in sports Baseball, we have a big problem. We have a big problem. There's just no question about it. There's no question about it anymore. You've got a couple of things going on here in Major League Baseball. They can't quite find the pulse of what fans really want, of how to tweak the game, of just how to make it um, really relevant and top of mind for sports fans, whether that's younger fans or fans even like me. I got to tell you, back-to-back no-hitters is the story this week. We got back-to-back no-hitters. One happened on um, Tuesday. Another one happened on Wednesday, yesterday. Back-to-back no-hitters. That brings us up to six. And that's not counting Madison Bumgarner's seventh one because you don't, you guys don't want to count that. Major League Baseball doesn't. The seven-inning no-hitter. We already had that debate. So we're at six no-hitters in Major League Baseball. And I'm going to point that out. That is a problem. That should be a good thing. No-hitters in baseball, I would tell you. A feat, an accomplishment. Um, don't downgrade it. But the fact is, it's happening over and over. There's a piece that came out on CBS Sports yesterday before this Corey Kluber no-hitter. The Yankees pitcher did this one last night. Before the Corey Kluber no-hitter, CBS Sports wrote a piece and said, we're going to have a record no-hitter season. We're going to have a record. Okay? Well, of course. Of course. We have six no-hitters now in baseball. The record in the modern era is seven. Okay, we're at six on May 20th. There might be one happening tonight. (laughs) There might might be a trifecta. Um, We're at six. The record's seven. And then you dig into the numbers here. Major League Baseball is just not getting people engaged because I have to tell you last night, you know what? Corey Kluber's getting ready to throw a no-hitter, and guess what? I don't think, this is my guess, I don't think much of the country was very interested in Corey Kluber's no-hitter. What do you mean, another no-hitter? This is coming more and more and more. Another no-hitter, you got the NBA play-in game, LeBron and Steph, they got 5.6 million, um, just an average viewership last night. It's a big number for the play-in game, 5.6 million. That's not even the high water mark. You had a no-hitter in baseball, and the no-hitter is now being seen as what? Bad. 
it's being seen as bad. Lister text coming in, 720-1067. Uh, Lister text, and this tells me all I need to know. Uh, another no-hitter last night. All of these no-hit games are bad for the game of baseball. And I think that's a baseball fan. I think that's a baseball fan. And again, I'll tell you, baseball is a sport that has gone the other way now. Less offense, and the fans don't want less offense. And I said, they're trying to figure out. They can't figure out the sweet spot. What does that mean? We had record home runs the last couple of years. (laughs) So something's not working here. We had record home runs 2019, 2018. Record. Okay? And now we've got, we're going to have a record no-hitter. So baseball said, Major League Baseball has done this. Many people thought they juiced the ball, whatever you want to say, a couple of years ago. They juiced the ball, and that's why the ball's flying out of the ballpark the last couple of years. Now Major League Baseball admitted they looked at deadening the ball a little bit, raising the seams a little bit. That's made the pitchers lights out. And now we have not only fewer home runs, okay, that was their goal, fewer home runs, but we don't. We have less hits. We have batting averages way down as well. Baseball's got a problem. There's just no other way to put it. I don't know what fans are going to say. What What can you do here? Thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Quit playing stupid games with the game of baseball. Go back to way the way it was played. Well, they're, you know they're playing. Saying? Yeah, I do know what you're saying, but I, I don't know how you figure this out. You, you're going to have a record of no hitters. There's something going on. That's well, not well, good. Wait. When was the last time you watched a whole ball game? Oh, it's been a long time. A whole ball game? Nine innings? It's yeah. been quite a while. Yeah. Okay, now this question is for people 45. Well, I'll even go 42 and over. <clears throat> What's the you question? You can't look at a ball game and watch called third strikes and go, Jesus Christ, swing the bat. I watched a game. I'm not going to say who. Watched a game the other day. Six batters in a row had four swings. Four swings, Nate. Total? Total. Six batters. Oh. <laughs> Two innings. How are you going to get a hit, Nate? They aren't getting hits. They aren't I mean, getting you're hits. a legend in church softball. Oh, you Can better you believe it. Can you imagine not swinging at pitches? Yeah, no, that doesn't work there either. Um, and you're right, I am a legend. You better believe that. Um, let me ask you, you say, don't change the game, don't do this. Major League Baseball is trying to figure out what's happening. This is a tough wall, Steve. This is a wall okay, here. Okay, let's look at Let's look at the people in charge making these decisions. And then let's ask ourselves, where do they play baseball at? Well, they're part of the issue, changing the ball, changing the ball again. But the approach (laughs) of the players, you said it, the players are also in this. They're trying to either swing for the fences or not. Um, It's not working. You know, it's it's not even fun watching. I have more entertainment watching a UCLA or an Oklahoma girls softball game because them kids are swinging at anything. I kind of believe that. You watch a I college believe baseball game. Yeah. You watch a college baseball game. They score 20 runs a game. How do you get to them 20 runs? Swinging the ball bat. 
Yeah. I got kids in Little League. I did a game the other week. Same thing. These kids were waiting for the perfect pitch. And Nate, when I umpire, just because I, I don't mind the confrontation outside of the game. Is that right? <laughs> if that bat can reach that ball, guess what, Nate? Strike. Oh, you're trying to strike. make him swing. Yeah, you get a wide strike zone. That's okay down at that level. That's okay. That's oh, all right. no. These people thought I was the worst thing since ice cream. Oh. <laughs> I um, mean, they're like, okay. Ugh. Okay, but here it is. I don't have an answer, Steve, today. And, and Major League Baseball doesn't. And Major League they Baseball. Played for, with it. What's the they answer? They played with the rules too much. Yeah. And the guys are left. They're, they're not hitters. My God, why don't they go play golf? By the way. Golf is more exciting than watching these baseball players that stand there and watch a pitch go by because maybe it was an eighth of an inch outside the box. Yeah, I got you. I'm not buying golf either, but I'm selling baseball right now. I don't know, it's hard for Dad. me to say. I'm, I'm selling Major League Baseball. But here's the problem. Now you get these under 45 people, and they're all in for this, you know, waiting for the perfect pitch, having the perfect, the perfect swing, the perfect game. You guys, you missed out watching baseball in the 60s, 70s, 80s. Oh. I, uh, I remember I watched in the 80s. I'll tell you that. I love watching the Cubbies in the 80s. I love watching and the Cubbies. Andre kicker. Dawson. Andre Dawson's not going down. No. Swing the bat. Tim Raines. Andre Dawson shows up with the Cubbies, and he goes, hey, give me a piece of paper. I'll sign it. He puts his signature on it, and he goes, put whatever number you want. I'm going to go get my uniform. <laughs> That's a baseball player. All Do you right. remember that, Nate? Yes, yes, yes. He I know. signed a blank contract. Yes. Just so he could play baseball. Baseball, baseball's changed. I will tell you, not for the better. I mean, this is wild. This is wild. We're gonna have uh, it's, no. It's embarrassing. No hitters galore. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Thanks yep. for getting in. I, I don't know what the answers are. I, I'm serious about that. I'm serious. I, I just know baseball. We got a problem. And baseball um, fans and purists, traditionalists, whatever it may be, folks involved in baseball, they don't want to say, we, we can't be negative with baseball. Well, the deal is the numbers are playing that out. The last time it was like this, where the league hit 237, it was 1968, by the way. 1968. The league average was 237. You know what they did after 1968? They lowered the mound. And that's when they tightened up the strike zone as well. Pitchers became too dominant. They actually made a big change. 1968, league low average, 237, lowered the mound. I'm not so sure we shouldn't think about making it longer meaning pitcher mound to home plate, extending that. I, I'm not so sure about that anymore. I'm really not. I don't know if the pitchers are, are that good, but they must be pretty good. The hitters are hitting worse for contact, no doubt. But now the home runs are also down, and he don't want that. We had too many home runs. Now we don't have enough offense at all. Major League Baseball tweaking this, making the ball pop. Now make the ball the seams, or they, they raise the seams. Now the pitchers are just filthy, just filthy. I mean, these guys are throwing no-hitters left and right, Tuesday, Wednesday. 
and now you got six total. The record is seven. So I'm not so sure you don't have to go drastically as far as, again, maybe pitching mound to home plate. I don't know. It's it's something to think through. Major League Baseball right now, when you don't have offense popping, you got to have some offense. you got to have the ball in play. Even Major League Baseball fans are getting frustrated, and that, that tells you something. That really does. Um, let's see here. I'm going to come right back with Kevin Kelly. Okay, I want to get this guy. He's getting on a plane. Kevin Kelly's been my my interview. I wanted to reach out to him. He's been on HBO. He's been on ESPN. And I said, hey, what about the Nate Brown show? we got to talk to this guy. We love high school sports. He's been a high school football coach in Arkansas. His record's unbelievable. His record is unbelievable. Nine state championships at the big school level, 5A in Arkansas. Nine state championships. He's got one major thing he's famous for. And now he's turned that into a college football coaching opportunity at the FCS level. The head coach is Kevin Kelly. He joins us for a fun conversation next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show, streaming live at FoxSportsRapidCity.com and right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Have you hit a pothole or curb with your car? Does your vehicle need an adjustment or have an alignment, shock, or strut issue? Black Hills Tire is your one-stop shop for complete automotive service and repair in the Black Hills area. Trust your vehicle with no one else but Black Hills Tire. Contact Weston, Denise, and the guys at Black Hills Tire, where honesty, reliability, and safety is their top priority. Black Hills Tire voted the number one shop for automotive repair and brake repair and tire store in the Black Hills. Ask about their free pickup and delivery. Black Hills Tire. Check them out online at blackhillstire.com. The best new cars make the best used cars. This month, get 2.99% for 60 months on select models. Driving a certified Toyota gets you a 12-month, 12,000-mile limited comprehensive warranty, a 7-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty, plus 7 years of roadside assistance. See Denny Menholtz Toyota for all the details. At Denny Menholtz Auto Group, we buy cars. Did you know that vehicles are in high demand? Due to limited inventory, your vehicle has never been worth more. Stop by any of our Rapid City Denny Menholtz dealerships and either sell or trade today. Located off I-90 on East Mall Drive. Drive in today. Hello, everyone. This is Todd Singh with Singh Contracting. I'm here to remind you it's time to get that roof done. So what are you waiting for? Give us a call today. We'll give you our own estimate, separate from insurance, so you can make sure they're taking care of you. Call today, 343-ROOF. That's 343-7663. Or visit us at singcontracting.com. Don't delay. Call today. Bye. One of the best attributes of a trust is that you get to say how you want things to happen. I think that is one thing we set ourselves apart in is really getting to know people. We get really involved with with people as far as what their needs are and what their family is like. In the end it's all about our clients, our customers. It's about how we can make things best for them. They aren't a number, they're a person. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Have you suffered an injury or maybe you're experiencing pain that just won't get better? There's an expert team of physicians right here in Rapid City ready to help you get back in the game. The Rehab Doctors. They're the official sports medicine physicians of the Rapid City Rush, and they're the team that wants to help you get back on track. You have a choice for your medical care, and there's no referral necessary. For pain relief without surgery, take the first step to feeling better. Just go to therehabdoctors.com. 
Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show, South Dakota Sports Talk Show on a Thursday. I've been following this guy here in his career uh, since I heard about this. And now it's it's kind of getting a lot of attention. Um, well, he's been a high school coach, Little Rock, Arkansas. He's won nine state championships. His record's pretty good. You check it down there. Pretty good. And now he's the head football coach for Presbyterian College, an FCS program in South Carolina. Going from high school to college. Oh, he's a big story in Yahoo Sports right now. So I said, hey, let's see if we can get him on. Uh, we cover a lot of high school football here, obviously, and FCS football. His name is Kevin Kelly, former head coach there at Little Rock, Arkansas High School. It's won a lot of state titles, and now he's going to Presbyterian College, and he joins us on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Coach, it's good to get you on. How are you? I'm uh, doing okay. Just sitting in the airport trying to trying to get some food before I get on the flight. <laughs> All right, the life of a coach. Um, let me ask you about this. You go from, from high school to now the FCS college level. You've been involved with, with uh, coaching for a long time and have looked at other college opportunities. Why'd, why'd you uh, take this one right here, right now? Well, because, you know, in the, in the other opportunities I've had, when I sat, sat down with the athletic director, one of my questions is always, now, how are you going to react when things don't go normal on the field? When the onside kick or go for it on fourth down, they always look and say, you know, like you saw in that Yahoo article, I, I, I'm kind of hoping you don't do that. And then I'm always thinking, well, I'm not sure why we're talking, but, you know, so and this time it was different. You know, the athletic director, Rob Acuto, said, hey, you know, it's not my job to tell you how to how to coach. I'm just here to support the, the different sports and the athletes. So that really opened my eyes and made me think this might be something I really wanted to do because I really wanted to get into the college game and try – you know, a new challenge, build something if I could, because I enjoyed the building of the other program, the high school program. So, you know, you you blink, and all of a sudden, a couple of weeks have gone by, and there you're right in the middle of it. Okay, so you become known for your career, rarely, rarely punting. I just want to tell my audience here, if they don't know you and your story, rarely punting and uh, going for the onside kick a lot, doing the onside kick a lot, unless you're up by, you know, 21 and the the game's uh, in control. Why did you go down this road? Obviously, the success is there, 216 wins, 29 losses in 18 seasons in high school. Why did you go down this road? Well, because when I took over, um, the school had never been past the semifinals in in the history of the school, and it had only been there twice. So, you know, I just got to thinking, I, you know, I think I'm a good football coach, but I didn't know, you know, how much better am I going to be than anybody else that's been here. And uh, they haven't been able to do it. I needed to find a different way to play the game. And and so I started searching, and I'm a numbers guy, and I, and, and it was pre-Moneyball, so it was hard to find anything. And luckily, I ran across a couple of things that made sense to me and kind of pushed me in this direction. And then slowly but surely, as the analytics world opened post-Moneyball, and then uh, I got to go speak at the Sloan Sports MIT Analytics Conference. I got to be in contact with a lot of that those numbers and slowly started morphing my program around those things. And, you know, people say, well, you're known for not punting and onside kicking. 
I, I think if we had lost a bunch of games, I don't think I would be known for anything. So I'd like to think we're known for success too, not just you know, not just onside kicking and punting, but doing those things and finding ways to win. This is Kevin Kelly. He's the new head football coach, FCS program, Presbyterian College. Joins us on the Nate Brown Show talking about his story and uh, going from high school now to the FCS level. So I'm going to ask you, do you think people have made – are you surprised how big a thing this has become, uh, HBO, Yahoo, ESPN? Oh, yeah, I'm hugely surprised. Uh, I, I Especially, you know – I guess the first the first guy that wrote about it was Greg Easterbrook back in 2007. I wasn't doing it nearly to the level I'm doing it now. But I did get a taste of, wow, you know, it's a different way to play the game. And people seem to take notice. I, I was scared to do it. I thought the media would kind of crucify me. But it was kind of the other way around. They were kind of glad to, I guess, have something different. But the, the part about me going to Presbyterian College you know, I did not think this would be that big a deal at all. A high school coach from Arkansas going to the smallest Division One college in the United States, I just didn't think it would that big, be that big a deal, but it turned out to be a huge deal. So I guess I'm, I'm more naive than I thought I was. Okay, Coach, I know I got you a couple more. I'll let you run. What's going to be the big challenge there? You were rolling in Arkansas, 216 wins, 29 losses, nine state championships at the 5A level in Arkansas. Now you're going to go college football, Division One. You're going to compete against some tough teams that have a lot of scholarships. What's going to be the challenge here, jumping from high school to there? Well, you mentioned one of the things, and that was competing outside the conference against teams with scholarships because this school doesn't. And, uh, you know, and, 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 and that's really why we started playing the game differently where I was. They, they hadn't been successful. Uh, last year we're playing, you know, some of the best teams in the country, and we had four kids out of 22 over 200 pounds on the whole team, you know. So, I mean, out of 22 starters. So, and we're playing 280-pound guys across, you know, on the lines and different things like that. So we have to play the game differently. I think that translates into this situation. The other thing is to get the players and the coaches um, to buy into a different kind of game. And if they'll do that, then that, that's half the battle, and we'll be off on our way. Do you credit going for it on fourth down as making you successful? I don't credit that as making me successful. I credit that as certainly helping in the success. I, I, there, there's no question in mind that, that I'm a good football coach and good on the offensive side of the ball, and I've got some leadership skills and, and those kinds of things. It, but I wouldn't have been nearly as successful had we not onside kicked and gone for it. I mean, our onside kick record is 136-5 and five when we recover one. And that that tells me a lot right there. And and on fourth down, you know, I mean, the same thing. I can go game after game after game and tell you how it helped us win the game. But very, very, very rarely can I tell you how it helped us lose a game. I've got this number right. More than 50% converting on fourth down over your 18 years? That's correct, yes. Well, that, that, that'll win you some games, I would think. Kevin Kelly, find him on Twitter, at CoachKelly1. He's got to run, Presbyterian College head coach. Coach, I wish you the best. We cover a lot of FCS football, and I hope to stay in touch. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate you guys having me. It was fun. Good interview. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate that. He's got to run tonight. Kevin Kelly joining us. Um, Presbyterian College, FCS uh, head coach. He's on Twitter, at Coach Kelly one an interesting follow and an interesting story. He's been um, just winning like you wouldn't believe in high school football in Little Rock, Arkansas. That's where he's been, Little Rock, Arkansas. 
nine state titles at the big school level, 216 wins, 29 losses, and, and some of the numbers he, did, he just told you, the big things are he doesn't um, punt very often, like, like rarely, rarely punts. And, and he said some of this, he's been trying to get into colleges a little bit, um, but they say, well, are you going to still do the stuff you did in high school? <laughs> like you know, hardly ever punt because that may not work here. I'm intrigued by this to see if this works. Um, and I didn't get into all the stuff. It's interesting. Bill Belichick and him have a relationship. They had some some family relationship where they got to know each other there uh, when he was coaching in Little Rock, Arkansas. And people are kind of looking at, okay, is this something that really works? I was telling you about analytics in sports. Analytics in sports. Baseball analytics I get frustrated by. But do they work? Well, they, they, people would tell you they do. People would tell you they do. Um, NBA analytics, like basketball, I get frustrated by that. It's a three-point fest. There's no more Wilt Chamberlains and Kevin McHales and, you know, right? But three-pointers work, okay? So, so the analytics stuff, they'll tell you it works, and he's going to say that works. I've always wondered that. You always look. We all think we're armchair quarterbacks and coaches, right? We're all the coaches in the stands, and we always say, you should go for it there. You should go for it. He does, Kevin Kelly. He's went for it, and it turns out, um, seems like he's done pretty well. Seems like. Now, is that a big enough snapshot? Well, it's 18 years. 18 seasons, 216 wins, 29 losses. And the program he went to in Little Rock, Arkansas, wasn't, like, dominant uh, before he got there. It's interesting. You just wonder if some coaches here, what, whatever. Sometimes it takes something different outside of the box. That's outside of the box, and now he's going to take it to the college level. Um, thanks for calling. You're live, and you go ahead. Hey, what's up, Nate? What's up, buddy? That was a great interview, man. I really appreciate that. Interesting. Fact, interesting, huh? I, absolutely, man. I, I, I'm with that guy, and I think that the, the sky's the limit for him. Go for it on fourth down. I kind of wonder. I kind of wonder. For me, it's tough, though. It's fourth and seven. Eh, go for it. I don't know. I think most of this stuff is like it's fourth and four. It's fourth and three, fourth and four. You got a pretty good chance of uh, getting it, right? Keep going for it. Keep going for it. You know that, man. That's. And, in fact, I wish my Broncos would maybe employ some more uh, offensive uh, <laughs> desire on, on that side of the ball. To, to tell you the truth, I mean, we're, we're, we're a defensive team, and uh, that's just uh, that's kind of the way it is. But, you know, the good news is, Nate, uh, the avalanche. I know. You're just, you're just rolling with these guys. You're just I rolling mean, with them. At six and four, I, I'm – Two of those two of those goals came from empty netters, so I'm not gonna say like they actually won because it was getting a little sketchy in the in the third period. Yes, when, yes, I saw that. When it when 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 it was uh, three to two, and 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 I I was a little bit I was buttoning up my chin strap from here. A little so, bit, it got uh, a little tight for the Avalanche, but uh, we said I, I always thought they're fine. They're fine. Well, but you know, if you can give Nathan McKinnon a, a hat trick, uh, you're you're going to be all right, you know. And what a game, man! And if anybody's not watching any NHL hockey right now, like, and it's not even just the the, the Avalanche, but all of these uh, NHL playoffs that are going on right now are 
something to be watching. Something I would to... agree with that. I'm not like a, I'm not like a massive hockey fan, Brett, but I'm telling you, a lot of these playoff games, really good, really good, fantastic. Yeah, man. They're, they they're are been good. I appreciate it, buddy. Level. Thanks for All getting right. in. Thanks for getting in. I appreciate it. Um, that's it. That's interesting. It's interesting. The analytics side of of football, basketball, baseball. Us old school sports fans, I put myself in that category a little bit. We say, oh, you got to have a feel of the game, certain things you just have to do. Um, and now you have this new stuff. And Kevin Kelly's not like uh, new age or anything, but he came up with this thing and, and said, hey, we're going to go for it a lot. We're going to kick onside kicks. He says, when we recover an onside kick, what did he say? 100 and some wins and five losses. When we recover just one. So, so he feels like recovering 16% of his onside kicks gave him a massive advantage. Just, just recovering 16% gave you a massive advantage. You know, people sometimes just get, get a little worried. Okay, what if we do this? What if we do that? Kevin Kelly, keep your eye on him. Colorful uh, new coach at the FCS level. Jumps from high school to the FCS Presbyterian College. We're going to come back and, and revisit this scenario in Major League Baseball. Um, what can Major League Baseball do? What should they do? Are you selling stock in Major League Baseball? Unfortunately, I would. Unfortunately, I would. With where things are at Major League Baseball right now, that was my favorite sport growing up. Might be a surprise. Favorite sport. Loved it. Played it a ton. A ton. Watch the Cubs a ton. Um, Major League Baseball, no hitters, no offense. League low average in history as of now, batting 236. Think about that. We used to think batters batting 236, that's a mess. And that's, that's the league average, 236 this year. Ben Verlander's next. A baseball player through and through. His brother is Justin Verlander, so he wants to see no hitters, I'm sure. Ben Verlander, Fox Sports Radio, Major League Baseball analyst with some ideas next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Hey, it's Nate Brown. I got to tell you about Poor 54 in downtown Rapid City. If you haven't been there yet, make plans now. You will not be disappointed. I'm telling you, Poor 54 has three levels, plenty of space, 54 taps of craft beer, wine, hard seltzer, and hard cider. At Poor 54, you are your own bartender. No more waiting on drinks. You just grab a glass, make your choice, pour from the tap. Oh, yeah, the food? Out of this world. Get your night started with their pretzel board and then order up one of the awesome Poor 54 Detroit-style pan pizzas. They're unbelievable. If it's date night, after work, happy hour, or just watching the big game, Poor 54 is the best place to go. And I know you'll absolutely love it like I do. There's simply no place like it in Rapid City or this region. Poor 54 opens at 3 p.m. Located downtown Rapid City at 615 Main Street. You want to experience Poor 54. 
Where can you get good neighbor service and surprisingly great insurance rates? At State Farm. I'm State Farm agent Matt McCormick, and I'm your one-stop shop in Rapid City for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop looking around. State Farm agent Matt McCormick, I'm ready to help. Call 348-0464 for surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. In the past, if you needed auto body repair, you had to get multiple estimates and then try to get your car into a shop for repair. Well, not anymore. In most cases, you can stop by one shop, get your estimate, and schedule your car for a repair. The question now becomes which shop you choose. If you like quality, choose J&J Truck and Auto Body. They have ASE, PPG, and Gold iCar certifications that allow them to offer you a nationwide warranty. And they'll work with your insurance company so you're pleased with the outcome. J&J Truck and Auto Body, 1513 East Philadelphia. Hey, it's Nate Brown for the Man Salon. Guys, we're all working hard. Some of us are stressed. We all need a little relaxation. That's where you go to the Man Salon. Get the full treatment. Great haircut, shampoo, head, shoulder massage, hot towel in your own station. There's no place like it in Rapid City. And their stylists are wearing masks. So if you want to relax, get a great experience, you want the Man Salon on West Main or at Rushmore Crossing. Book your next appointment online at themansalon.net. The doctors and staff at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center have provided expert bone, joint, and muscle care to patients in the Black Hills area since 1976. Whether you're an elite athlete, a weekend warrior, or just want to continue your active lifestyle, the orthopedic experts at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center will help you stay in the game. Don't let an injury keep you from doing the things you love. Trust the team at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, specializing in what moves you. Learn more at bhosc.com. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 a.m. Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Nate. Welcome back in on a Thursday. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. You know that. Thanks for being here on Fox Sports Rapid City, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Thanks for listening on the radio. You can catch the show on YouTube, live in studio camera. Rolling on YouTube. Find us there, The Nate Brown Show. Easy to find us. Don't go to the imposter Nate Brown Show. It's an imposter. No. <laughs> the Nate Brown Show. You'll find us there. Every show archived as well on YouTube and on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. Watch us on your phone. Easy to do digitally right there. Ben Verlander has a good podcast. It's uh, really good. Flipping Bats. Baseball fans, you want to hit that. Find it where you get your podcast. Flipping Bats podcast. And he's the Fox Sports Major League Baseball analyst as well. Ben Verlander on Twitter at Verley32, and he's here on the Nate Brown Show. Ben, good to have you back. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. Always, always a fun time. You know, you're a positive guy. I, I like that, man. There's a lot of Twitter <laughs> haters out there. and Oh, you know, Twitter world, it's just so negative. We have an interesting world we live in, um, polarizing and everything. So you're a positive guy. And I'm going to ask you this. I say, hey, okay, six no-hitters, six no-hitters, one away from the modern era record already, May 20th. What are we going to do, Ben? What are we going to do? Your brother would love the no-hitters, all right? I mean, we want no-hitters, but we don't want too many of them, no? 
Yeah, man, it, it's starting to feel like, um, what are we going to do? Uh, what are we going to do? I, I, I don't know. It's definitely um, no hitters are great. No hitters are fun. They're exciting. But, you know, it's not one hitters and two hitters and all those. And, you know, obviously we're on pace to not only break the record, we almost broke the record a month and a half into the season. <laughs> right, um, right. It's, it's insane. And then I was talking to, to my best friend last night who's over playing in Japan. He's kind of a you know, friend major league guy over here. His name's Mike Gerber, and, and we were talking about it. And he basically was like, yeah, hitting's just getting too hard. I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, it's just it's getting too hard. Like, everybody's throwing a hundred balls are moving in all different directions. Um, it's just, it's getting insanely hard. And he's like, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what the answer is. Um, he's like, I was super against moving the mound back when I first heard it, but maybe that is the answer. And look, the last time, you know, you mentioned it, seven no hitters is the most all time in the modern era. Eight is the most all time. When that eight happened, that was the year that they decided they needed to lower the mound and do all of these things with pitching because pitchers were just too dominant. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I think we might be close to seeing another big adjustment. Okay, so baseball's tried doing something here, and according to Clayton Kershaw there with the Dodgers, he said they just haven't been able to find the sweet spot. They just have missed the mark, was his quote. They've missed the mark, meaning, well, they – they said they didn't change the baseball, but a lot of people thought they did when we had record home runs here. We've had record home runs. Now they, they do change it a little bit, and now they're saying this helps the pitchers. Um, I want to know if it's a combo of things, Ben. Is it hitter's approach, pitchers are really good, and the baseball? Is it all of it? Look, they they definitely didn't ever admit to changing the baseball and the baseball getting juiced, but but it's obvious. You know, you look at um, after the the steroid era, it went straight down. The home run totals went straight down, and then you can literally pinpoint a time when the home run total started shooting straight up. Um, so the baseballs were changed, and look, I understand that, I get it, um, but it, I agree with Kershaw. It's almost like. Um, they knew a change needed to be made, so they made one. And uh, we're, we're kind of in a little conundrum right now. And then I do think it's, um, look, the strikeout totals are up. One, because, you know, think of how many people you can think of right now that have a legitimate two-strike approach when they're in the box. I, I, can, I, I watch every night, and I can think of maybe five guys it used to be everybody. Everybody used to have a two-strike approach because the goal was to not strike out. That's no longer the goal. The goal is no longer, okay, I need to put the ball in play. It's, I need to hit the ball hard somewhere, and that's going to be my approach throughout the entire at-bat. So I think that's playing a huge role in you know the three true outcomes sort of game we see today. And I think the ball being the way it is really just um, – amplifies that and really uh, <laughs> really is, is causing these numbers to be quite staggering. Ben Verlander, Fox Sports Major League Baseball analyst, Flippin' Bats podcast here on the Nate Brown Show. I want to ask you, you're a pretty young guy. I'm getting old, Ben, but you're a pretty young guy. Um, what do young people think of Major League Baseball, especially – I mean, now they're seeing, oh, six no-hitters, and, and, you know, I, I just I just relate this. And I don't want to – I say, last night, Kluber's going with the no-hitter. Extreme baseball fans are there, but I have to say, 
some sports fans are watching LeBron and Steph, I, th- I think, and they say, oh, another no-hitter? Uh, meaning the young fans, and I, when I say young, I mean teens to 20s, what do they think of Major League Baseball right now? I think as a whole, uh, I think people think baseball is, is starting to trend in, in the right direction. It's getting exciting. You have players like Tatis and players like Otani yeah. that you just are, are must-watch TV, to be honest with you. And I think a big reason for that is all of these unwritten rules that have been around forever – are still are starting to get broken. People just don't care about them anymore. I don't care about the pitcher's feelings. It's not about him. I'm going to flip my bat because it's fun, and it's fun to see. And more and more with these younger and exciting players, we're starting to see more and more of that. And people my age, people younger, enjoy that. I mean, if you go uh, before I before I came out to L.A., I was helping out with my high school baseball team, actually, uh, when I fin- finished up playing professionally, and every player has on these like sweet arm sleeves and these neon neon green sleeves and all these necklaces, and I'm like, what is this? And and you look and you see like you see these major leaguers wearing those things, and and I think baseball is getting really exciting, and players are able to uh, showcase their emotions and their feelings. Um, and definitely a little bit of people being like, wait, but what this baseball thing, this no hitter thing almost feels like a, wait, what's going on there though? That like that, yeah, that doesn't yeah. feel right. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I think there are young players. I mean, the Shohei Otani story is unreal. I talked about that the other night on this show. I said, look at this guy. He's got an ERA like Max Scherzer and he's uh, tied for the league lead in home runs. I mean, that's an <laughs> unbelievable story. Um, and I hope it gets highlighted more and more. But I say, we need offense. That That's what's happening. This no-hitter stretch, this league-low average, that isn't, uh, that's a tough road to hoe. Yeah, 100%. And, and I think, uh, yes, we, we need offense. It's, it's more exciting. Um, and I, when I originally heard that the baseball was going to be changed, uh, was was on board with it. And look, I'm an offense guy. I, I played offense. I, I played outfield professionally. I, I like offense in the game. Um, but what was frustrating me was when, you know, when we sit down to watch a game and a guy gets fooled on a slider and sticks his butt out and flips the bat at the ball and he goes out. I mean, you know, like no nobody wants to see that. Like, come on. Like, take a good swing and hit it out. Um, and I feel like we've taken a step back and I'm very hopeful that major league baseball and look, they don't like to come out and just admit something that is, you know, they did too much, but I'm hopeful. Maybe we hear, okay, uh, we did change the balls. Like we told you, we're going to try and find a little middle ground. I I hope that's what we, what we see come over this. Six, no hitters already, uh, almost tying the record in the modern era. One away, uh, here on May 20th, Ben Verlander on a couple more. I'll let you run. Let's talk about the season really quick. I want to get your thoughts on, um, the Minnesota twins, and their struggles. You were still high on them. You've been high on them. Say they, they can come out of this. I'm starting to uh, worry, and I think a lot of Twins fans are as well. The Twins way out of reach in the Central right now. Yeah, yep. I'm I'm there now. I'm I'm there. This is a it's a head scratcher. I don't think there's a rhyme or reason. I can't 
pinpoint what's going on. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm off. I'm off of this team. At, at some point, like it doesn't matter how talented you are. This team isn't. Uh, their their roster isn't the worst in all of baseball by any means. I think in my preseason rankings, I had them in the top ten, if not close. And and they're the worst team in baseball. And there comes a time where you just have to uh, chalk it up to you know they're they're just not very good. So I, I'm with you now. They they can't climb out of this. Uh, they're they're uh, not only not looking like they're going to win many games, but they're also behind a team that is going to win a lot of games, and that's the Chicago White Sox. So uh, I, I'm with you, man. I, I'm, I'm out on the on the Twins, but I can't tell you what's going on. No, it's, it's, it's bad there. It's wild. Double-digit uh, games back to the White Sox. Now, one more for you. Speaking of the White Sox, okay, that's that's been the story this week. 76-year-old Tony Larusa, a baseball legend, um, kind of the old school against the new school. Um, what do you think's going on in that clubhouse? You've been in clubhouses. These players look like, hey, we're supporting Mercedes here. We're supporting our guy. He hit a home run on a position player late in the game. Um, and Larissa is saying, well, those guys have lockers. I have an office. Um, what's happening in the clubhouse here? Any worry that it could send them in a, in a bad road? First off, I mean, what a what a quote right there! Like, are you kidding me with that quote? Like, <laughs> those guys have lockers. I have an office. Like, the game of baseball has changed, man. And and Tony Larusa is a Hall of Famer and is one of the best to ever do it. But the game of baseball has changed, and especially the team that Tony Larusa is managing. They're full of a bunch of guys that are young and exciting and play with passion and really don't care about the unwritten rules of baseball. And people question it from the beginning. Is this the right hire? Why did they do this? And I feel like we all saw this coming, like not this exact scenario, but we saw this coming. Like this team is going to do things that rub some of the old school baseball guys the wrong way. And unfortunately their manager is one of those guys. Um, Look, the the big problem of it all for me, because obviously, um, look, I'm 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 fine with him swinging three zero. I'm, I'm fine with, um, you know, there's a position player on the mound, and then it comes out. Well, he was given the take sign. Yeah, that, that's even more of an issue to me, man. Um, you got to protect your players at all costs. Don't don't air your dirty laundry out to the world and say, well, he actually missed the sign, and how dare he? There will be punishment. Keep that in the locker room. Defend your player in the public and punish them in the locker room if you want. I have, uh, look, I have a lot of respect for LaRusso as a manager, but not in this situation. You have to protect your players. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That's what I said. The public stuff was um, magnifying it more than than he should have, and that was that was on LaRusso as well. You're okay with this position player stuff? I got baseball fans here that are up in arms saying, we can't be doing the position players pitching. This is This is a joke. <laughs> well, look, as as a guy that was able to do it, I love it. I was a I was a position player and professionally got to pitch twice. Um, but look, there there is a there's a method to the madness there. I mean, look, um, it's a 162 game season. Uh, you only have a certain amount of guys in the bullpen. If you lose, if you're losing a game by 11. 11, 12, 13 runs in the ninth inning. I don't look it, me or you or a manager. I don't want to run another pitcher out there that I could potentially use in a close game tomorrow. Sure. Does anybody want to go out there and get me an inning? 
Um, I, I understand it, and what I don't have a problem with is if a guy like that is out there, the, the players on the other team, you know, doing their best still. Like it's it's mind blowing, man, how somebody can go out there and say, look. Uh, yeah, you, we need you to take a 47-mile-an-hour meatball on 3-0. Um, no, look, it, at the end of the day, players are numbers on a piece of paper to the owners in this day and age. And that's all it comes down to. They will cut you faster than you can blink an eye. We are numbers on a piece of paper. That is all it is. And what you need to do is make those numbers the best you possibly can and not worry about anybody's feelings on the other side of the field. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I really am. And uh, and you know it, uh, being in at Fox Sports Major League Baseball analyst Ben Verlander tonight. Really good stuff. The Flippin' Bats podcast. If you want to hear more, that's a good listen. Flippin' Bats podcast. Ben Verlander on. Appreciate it, Ben. Thanks a lot. Of course, man. Thanks for having me, as always. Appreciate it. Ben Verlander on Fox Sports Rapid City um, here on the Nate Brown Show, Major League Baseball analyst for Fox Sports. Um, that's interesting. He he has a lot of experience. His brother's Justin Verlander, great pitcher, right? Ben played for a few years. Um, he's, he's interesting stuff. Comes at it. He's a pretty young guy. Pretty young guy. Comes at, at it from a different angle. And really, that's kind of the angle I've been at, too, is is Larusa did the ridiculing publicly, still didn't stick up for his guys, even after the Twins threw at him the other day. That was a big issue. That, that was a big issue. Um, all credit Tony Larusa having a he's having a good team right now, right? He's having a good team right now. The White Sox are in good shape in the AL Central, really uh, tied for the American League lead. Uh, but... The way he was handling that situation was the old, old school, new school, and and boy, it really, really got cranked up. And and I think a lot of people are trying to kind of get past some of the old school stuff. Yet, a lot of folks aren't aren't into this new school stuff either. There's still people that that don't love the analytics. I, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I don't love all the analytics and what they tell the managers to do here and there, and no gut feeling anymore in sports. It's it's interesting. The, the way analytics really changing the landscape of sports. I touched on that yesterday, changing uh, how we play sports. I'm going to have a topic coming up tonight. Um, you know, I'm, I'm into this mode here today of are you buying this stock or are you selling this stock? Okay. Major League Baseball, um, NBA, college basketball. Three sports there that have fallen in the ratings. Okay, and, and it's been a it, it's been a decline. It's been a decline. It's not like just one COVID year or anything like that. Major League Baseball, NBA, college basketball. I gave you that option. Which one of those are you selling? Which one of those are you selling? I've got my choice as of now. I'll, I'll get into that, and then also this. Um, Eric Eager is next. Pro Football Focus came out with. Ranking the quarterbacks, 1 through 32. 1 through 32. Kirk Cousins is number 14. I think he's a top 10 guy. We'll have that debate and find out the who's who among NFL QBs going into 2021. Eric Eager and the PFF quarterback list on the way. At the go. You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Nate Brown Show and like us on Facebook by searching Fox Sports Rapid City. 
Dale's Tire and Retreading has been providing quality brands of tires and excellent service to the Black Hills area for over 50 years. Dale's Tire sells tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, agriculture, construction, and more. Dale's Tire has what you need when you need it and offers appointment times to get you in and out faster. See the experts at Dale's Tire and Retreading. Two convenient locations in Rapid City, 691 Deadwood Avenue and 3200 Campbell Street. Dale's Tire and Retreading. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Scattered thunderstorms likely tonight, otherwise cloudy skies. Lows dip down to about 55, winds out of the west 10 to 15 miles per hour. Chance for scattered storms tomorrow, daytime highs approaching 71, mainly cloudy skies expected. Isolated thunderstorms again tomorrow night, lows dip down to about 50, cloudy skies expected. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 80. We all know life's busy, and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. Collins Siding has been the region's premier window siding door and gutter installation specialist since 1974. They use only the highest quality materials and never compromise on their workmanship. Collins Siding is licensed, bonded, and their estimates always include labor, materials, and applicable permits and taxes. Collins Siding has been providing top quality service and exceeding high standards for over 45 years, and you can find out how by visiting them at 2016 Cherry Avenue. Collins Siding, 2016 Cherry Avenue, Rapid City. Hey, Rapid City, it's Doug Gottlieb. Join me weekdays from 1 to 4 right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. And now let's get you back to the Nate Brown Show, Rapid City's sports talk show. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show. Always a great day in the Black Hills. Thanks for being here on Fox Sports Rapid City. Appreciate you listening, being a part of the conversation. You can text the show. We'll get to your texts uh, throughout the show as you send them in. 720-1067. The Barron's Wilson text line. The listener text line for you. 720-1067. Well, I discussed this a little bit here. The PFF quarterback list. Oh, I wonder if everybody at PFF agrees with this list. Okay, let's ask this guy. Eric Eager, PFF analyst. Let's talk NFL QBs going into 2021. Eric Eager, always good to have on the Nate Brown Show. Find him on Twitter at PFF underscore Eric. Eric, thanks for coming on. How are you? Nate, it's great to be on. Uh, I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing good, man. I always find these lists fun, and everybody debates these, so so I wanted to have some fun with you. Okay, first question. Um, everybody at PFF, you guys have to lock yourself in the office. You say, okay, we absolutely agree with this list. End of story. Is that how it goes? No. Uh, you know, as one of my colleagues said yesterday, you believe Tyree Kill is the best uh, deep threat of all time. <laughs> I don't agree with everything everybody in the company says, but I, I do think uh, we all come from a place, uh, you know, whether 
Uh, correct or incorrect, I think we come from a place of uh, wanting to understand the, the game better. Okay, so let's get into some of the quarterbacks. Some of the quarterbacks list. This was out. PFF, Bruce Gerdkowski uh, put this out. And I like some of the rankings. It's, it's really tough for me, like 10 to 32. 10 to 32, and, and maybe even before that. But some of the guys, the top guys are the top guys. I, I think a lot of us know that. Then about 10 to 32, I'm like, man, you can shuffle them around. So I'm going to ask you about this. Do we all think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback? No questions asked. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I do think some people like Brady, obviously, with what he's accomplished. I don't know. I, I think most people would take Mahomes over him moving forward. But certainly Brady earned the, the, the respect last year and going to a different system and winning a Super Bowl and throwing for 40 touchdowns and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I, it, it's clear-cut to me, but I don't think it necessarily is clear-cut to everybody. Um, but, you know, Mahomes has certainly earned the, the reputation over the past few years being one of the best passers, you know, to come into the league in a long time. I, I just believe that, and I say it as a Broncos fan, Eric. I mean, I'm a Broncos fan. I don't like the Chiefs at all. But I said, Mahomes is the show. I mean, Mahomes has got just all the things he can do, all of what he's done. And I respect Brady like you wouldn't believe. And I think all the fans do. But I just go Mahomes. And that's what this list is. Going into 2021, who's number one? The PFF list uh, from Gretkowski is, is Mahomes. Here's one that I've debated. Kirk Cousins. Vikings fans out here. Some are warm on him. Some are cold on him. It's really polarizing with Kirk. I mean, it's just you, some guys really don't like him at all. PFF, you guys have him at number 14. What does Eric Eager say of Cousins at 14? Uh, you know, I think it might be a little low, but I, I think, you know, it, it's hard to realize, you know, when a guy has played so well, and I think Cousins has played really well the last years. You know, it's hard for a guy to, to, to continue to put up, um, you know, career high stats and, and you know even like when you think about Mahomes throws 50 touchdowns in year one year two it's 26 so you look at Cousins he's put up great statistics the last two years you give him a new offensive coordinator maybe you get a sophomore slump, a slump out of Justin Jefferson and all of a sudden 35 touchdowns and 4200 yards maybe become 3700 yards and 25 touchdowns and if that's the case then maybe he is sort of more in the middle of the pack I think we all believe that's kind of the case um, but when you look, I mean, 8.3 yards per attempt, that's almost a yard over what Tom Brady was last year. Like, they run efficient offense in Minnesota. The question is, can he maintain it? Okay, and Kirk's always uh, picked on for not winning any big games. I mean, that, that's what everybody said. He, he doesn't win any big games. By the way, the Vikings haven't won any big games for, like, a lot of years. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through some QBs, Eric. I just want you to have some fun here with me. Kirk Cousins is at number 14. And so I'm going to say – yeah, I'm going to say a name and, and see if you take Cousins or you take this guy. 2021. Derek Carr. Uh, I'd probably take Derek Carr. Mm, mm. Ryan Tannehill. I'll take Cousins. Okay. Matthew Stafford. I, I think it's close, but I'll take Stafford. I, I think Kirk has played much better than Stafford the past few years, but... I think with McVay, you're going to see a little bit better. I don't know if it's going to be good enough for them to be the Super Bowl contenders. Everybody thinks they are, though. How about this one? Uh, rookie last year, now everybody's expecting huge things. Justin Herbert. I'll take Cousins. You will. You'll take Cousins? Uh, ben Roethlisberger. Oh, I think 
25 quarterbacks in the NFL over Big Ben right now. <laughs> okay. I was wondering about that. I was wondering, okay, um, let me get into this. Drew Locke is listed at number 32, and I saved the best for last or, or something like that. Uh, Drew right. Locke, number 32. Um, do you buy that uh, Drew Locke is the 32nd best quarterback in the NFL? Broncos fans are saying, we're going to see a, a jump here. We're going to see a Josh Allen third-year jump here. I don't know who you can reasonably put him ahead of. I think you know maybe Darnold, maybe Tua. Um, I don't know, maybe Cam Newton, if Cam Newton completely falls off the face of the earth. But, you know, I, I really do like, you know, I think the state of the league is such that even a guy with, you know, I think some talent in Drew Locke is going to be firmly, maybe Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts might be the one where I might flip those two guys. But, you know, the league has so many good quarterbacks starting right now that, you know, I think Drew Locke at 32 is, you know, more than defensible. Okay, uh, I'm just I just wanted to point that out because I, I haven't been a fan of Drew. Um, he really had a rough year last year. He really did, and I thought he was going to be uh, better last year because we saw a picture of him that first year. Really did well in the last four or five games of the year. Everybody expected a big year. He had a really bad year, and that shows us at PFF. You guys have him at number 32 out of 32. Uh, last one for you. What do you think Trevor Lawrence can do here in Jacksonville. Really young team, not a good team. What can Trevor Lawrence do first year? I think he'll surprise some people. You know, I think you go back to Cam Newton's rookie year of 2011, and, you know, you're talking about a team that goes 7-9 and nine from being, you know, I think they were 2-14 and 14 the previous year. Um, but you have a bad division. I think Tennessee, the reason I, I take Cousins over Tannehill is I think Tannehill's situation is going to get a lot worse this year. Um, their defense isn't very good at all. Indianapolis, I think, is a well-run team, but I think they're running out on their luck a little bit. Uh, and obviously, Houston's probably going to be the worst team in the NFL. So, like, I think that there are going to be some deep, there are going to be some yards and touchdowns to be had uh, from Lawrence. And they sort of surrounded him with some players. I mean, Lavisca Chenault, DJ Chark are good football players, and obviously, Travis Etienne was a guy they took in the first round. Uh, so, I, I'm. I'm not going to say I'm bullish on Jacksonville, but I do think that Jacksonville's going to win some games this year. Eric Eager, PFF analyst. Interesting list of quarterbacks. I put Kirk Cousins in my top ten, but uh, you can't quite get him there. It's a tough call. I put him in my top ten from his numbers the last couple of years and a really bad offensive line pass blocking. I think he's performed pretty well. Uh, find the list there, pff.com. Find Eric on Twitter at pff underscore Eric. Always good to have you, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me on, Nate. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Uh, you do the same. Eric Eager, PFF analyst, uh, talking top 32 quarterbacks on Fox Sports Rapid City. The guys at PFF put the list together. They go Mahomes, Brady, Rogers, Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and Josh Allen in there at number six. Dak Prescott, number seven. Lamar Jackson, number eight. Matt Ryan, number nine. Overrated. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> sorry. Um, Matt Ryan, number nine, had a little hiccup there. Uh, Baker Mayfield, number ten, overrated. Ah, oh, it's happened again. I got a little, little problem here. Um, I'm gonna go Kirk Cousins in the top ten for me. Uh, some, let's see, some fans checking in on the Barons Wilson text line. Maybe not fans of Kirk Cousins uh, saying that 
there's some condition. It's a new condition. They sent it in to me here. That this is a new condition, a mental condition, when you don't realize your NFL football team for Minnesota sucks and chokes in meaningful games. <laughs> and they, they leave it with, Kirk Cousins is a Pro Bowl QB, and the Vikings are going to win it all next year. That's a bad mental condition uh, to have. I see. I see. I'm not going to say they're going to win it all. I'm just telling you, Kirk Cousins is uh, fine. Okay, Drew Locke, number 32, and that's wrong, I think. That's wrong. I'm not a Drew Locke apologist or a fan or a fan, okay? I wish he was better. I really do. But Drew Locke at 32, come on, come on. I mean, we have we have rookies in there that, that have never even played that are higher, that are listed higher. Zach Wilson of the Jets is higher at 30. Justin Fields, well, we missed that pick. Uh, Justin Fields for the Bears at number 25. You got Ryan Fitzmagic, a little Fitzmagic. You you think Ryan Fitzpatrick's the 19th best quarterback in the league? He's 19 and Drew Locke's 32? I don't think so. We love the beard. We love the Fitzmagic. I get it. But um, let's get into the uh, question here. I've got a question for local sports fans. Okay? Local sports fans. We cover high school sports. Um, really get into some youth sports here. I've got a question for us old guys, okay? The old guys, listen to the show tonight. Are you buying stock in today's youth athlete? Just, just think about this. You and I, we played sports. We did this, okay? We're tough. We're, we're, we did it the right way, we, okay? We're not soft, all right? That, that's, the, that's the mantra, right? So I just want to ask you, are you buying stock in today's Youth athlete. That's my daughters, your sons and daughters. Are you? Would you buy stock in where they're going athletically? I've got my answer next. This is the Nate Brown Show. The Rush are back. On May 19th, the Rush take on the Indy Fuel at 7.05, presented by Rush Mountain Adventure Park. May 21st and 22nd is Military Appreciation Weekend in partnership with South Dakota Army National Guard and Evolution Heating and Cooling. The Rush will wear specialty jerseys and will recognize veterans and active duty military. There will be a post-game jersey auction after Saturday's game. Active duty and veterans can buy tickets at the Rush office for just $15. May 23rd, the Rush conclude against the Indy Fuel again at 4.05, presented by Ford Hayes Chuck Wagon in conjunction with Rushmore Trailway. Tickets are at RapidCityRush.com. Hey, parents of local athletes, we all know you got to put in the work to get better. And Physio is ready to help your athlete improve their strength, conditioning, and athletic ability. Physio's summer strength and conditioning program starts June 7th. And this year, they're kicking it off with the first-ever Black Hills Athlete Performance Combine. Testing to find out where you're at and where you can improve. Open to area athletes grades 6 through 12. Register for the Combine and Physio's strength and conditioning summer program right now at bhphysio.com. KIMM Rapid City and K294BT Rapid City. This is the Black Hills Sports Station, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. It's Honda's certified Dream Deal sales event. Up to an additional two years, 50,000 miles comprehensive warranty, plus certified Hondas come with seven-year, 100,000-mile powertrain coverage, free oil changes your first year, and 24-7 roadside assistance. See Denny Menholt Rushmore Honda for all the certified details. At Denny Menholt Auto Group, we buy cars. Did you know that vehicles are in high demand? Due to limited inventory, your vehicle has never been worth more. Stop by any of our Rapid City Denny Menholt dealerships and either sell or trade today. Located off I-90 on East Mall Drive. Drive in today. 
Black Hills Community Bank wants you to know that now may be the best time to refinance, purchase, or even build a brand new home. With rates this low, Black Hills Community Bank is well positioned to be your local partner. They are your home loans bank with local originators, underwriting, processing, and closings. They challenge themselves to close every loan on time. This may be the time to think about home ownership or refinancing. With Black Hills Community Bank in Rapid City and Spearfish. Online at bhcbank.com. Member FDIC equal housing lender. There can be no doubt, losing a loved one is always difficult. At O. Simon Schmidt Funeral Home, we strive to meet your emotional needs with compassion, kindness, and understanding. The caring staff at O. Simon Schmidt Funeral Home recognizes the importance of celebrating a life that was lived with dignity, respect, and professionalism. Serving local families in their special time of need for generations. O. Simon Schmidt Funeral Home, Rapid City. Phone 343-0077 or visit osimeschmidt.com. Hi, it's Colin Cowart. Great to be in the Black Hills. Get in the herd weekdays, 10 to 1, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show live on Fox Sports Rapid City. We're live on 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Thanks for listening on the radio, wherever you may be today. Warm today. Warm today. Feels good today. My daughter says we got to get up the pool today. She got a pool for uh, it was a Christmas deal. <laughs> they have been waiting on that pool for a long time here in the Black Hills. And we're getting closer, okay? Getting closer. Not quite full time, but getting closer. Welcome into the Drive at 5 of the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Glad to have you here on YouTube as well and on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. You can follow the show there and watch the show on your phone. Good stuff. Kelvin Torvey, post-22 baseball coming up. Head coach for the Hard Hats. He'll be live. We've got their game tomorrow night. They're back in action against Scott's Bluff. Hard Hats lost three out of four against Watertown. Tough go, post-22, young team trying to hit the stride here. They're 7-6, and six. post-22 baseball, head coach Kelvin Torvey on the way. Rapid City Rush trying to get into the playoffs. Just outside right now, but eight games left. And, boy, this is big this weekend, Military Appreciation Weekend and the Rush at home. We'll talk to Daniel Tatrell coming up, head coach of the Rapid City Rush hockey team. Um, here's something I wanted to ask um, the audience here. Something I always uh, I've been wondering about. Um, we tend to think, you know, as I get older here, I got a big birthday coming up this summer. I'm not going to tell you, but I get a big birthday, okay? And as I get older, I ponder, I ponder, and I always and I started thinking. Um, we have a tendency to think right now some of the pro athletes don't play the game how we liked it and how we used to watch Jordan and the Bulls, Derek Jeter and the Yankees. You go even further back than that, right? So I'm kind of giving you my wheelhouse of as, as, as I was growing up being a Bulls fan and watching the Bulls, Pistons, Celtics, Lakers, okay? And we have a tendency, I think, to say that. I hear that a lot on the show uh, from the text line, wherever. It's, you know, the game's not being played right and – even the pro athletes don't play defense. Uh, they, they're soft. They don't do this. Okay? So I've always wondered what we think our younger athletes are going to look like as they get uh, continue to advance in sports. Meaning, what are our young athletes 
youth athletes now, high school athletes now, so to speak, would you continue to buy that stock? I mean, we always say, well, you know, athletes these days, uh, or, or kids these days, what do we say? What, what do you hear? That some of the kids, these, yeah, they, they're different. They've changed. I don't buy that per se, but I hear it quite a bit. I hear it quite a bit. Could be right in certain uh, situations, right? So I, I wonder, would you buy stock in tomorrow's athlete, today's youth athlete, becoming tomorrow's athlete and being as competitive, as good, as hardworking, um, that picture, that picture that traditionalist sports fans like me and, and former athletes would like to see. We, we'd like to see our athletes certain ways. And that's changing. That's changing. I do believe that. But guess what? I buy stock in tomorrow's athletes. I buy it big time. And I'm not just speaking from, oh, it's, it's just roses today. And, well, you know, because I've got kids. And so, oh, yeah, no, they're going to be just as good as, as they're not going to be soft. Everyone else is soft. I, I'm not going to have any soft players. I'm not just speaking of what I hope to see from tomorrow's athletes. I think we have a tendency to, we did it this way. We were tough. We were hard-nosed. And we were, we were, you know, we didn't take as many water breaks as we should have. <laughs> like, that wasn't good. But, um, oh, we didn't get water. Yeah, you should get water. You know, things change. Things change. And I believe tomorrow's athletes, do I dare say, are going to be better and are better. Do I dare say that? We, we mostly think, man, we have our childhood heroes and I looked up to kids in high school when I was a little kid. I looked up to my brother and his classmates, and I wanted to be, you know, they were hardworking, this and that. I think today's kids, we think they're looking up to the wrong athletes, and these guys don't do it this way, and they don't do that. Today's athletes are going to be, I think, better than athletes even of today. I, I do believe that. Tomorrow's athletes are going to be better. I got three big things. Three big things. Our kids are going to be better athletes. Um, some kids have that competitive edge. Some don't. That'll weed out. That'll weed out. But from an athletic standpoint of being an athlete, we're giving them more support a lot of times than our parents did. No? Would you buy that with me? I mean, we're giving them more support. We're spending money on this, that, this. I, I really believe that. There's more resources for them, more support in a bigger way, most of the time than what we had, I, I think. Well, we didn't need the sport. We just went down to the schoolyard, and we just kicked it around and threw it around. And Yeah, we did. We did. But they're getting more support, more coaching, more resources. And I will say this now. Kids today have a lot more opportunities in competitive environments. I didn't. I, I started playing like organized team sports in middle school. Now, honestly, honestly, I started playing football in sixth grade. Now I'd play tackle football in the backyard, crack some heads, okay. <laughs> but organized sports, sixth grade. We're starting. And some people say this is bad. you got to find that happy medium where your kid's at in that journey. 
there's more opportunities competitively learning earlier. Learning earlier about sports, teams, your role, how to play. I think that's happening more now than it did in a big way. And then finally, there's more training. There's more science in sports. There's actually professionals that are helping our kids do it this way and that way. Measurements. Um, all of these things that we can take advantage of seeing how to get better and what to do. It's not just a shot in the dark and, yeah, that kid's really fast. And Well, sometimes you can improve on jumping, strength, speed. You, you can do that. We're doing that now. I'm going to say, it's easy to say and to point out, um, ah, I don't know. I don't know. Kids these days, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to want to play sports. And, and, and I've discussed that on this show quite a bit. Um, are we playing too many video games? The whole thing. I, I do think there's an issue. There, there's certain issues there that you're going to have to fight against. The phones, the video games, the social media, the, the, the laziness sitting around, and it's just too hard, so I'm not going to do it. You're going to fight that. You're going to fight that. That's something that we didn't have to deal with as much, as much. My parents said, go outside, do something, play wiffle ball, get out of here. Okay? So you're going to have to fight that. But I'm buying tomorrow's athletes, which are kids today. I'm buying big time way more than I would have bought myself. Tough to say. Oh, we, think, we, we thought we were good. More support from our folks. More resources, no question, a lot more opportunities, a ton, and the science, the training, the technology in the sports side. Three major factors I'm buying big time. Um, let's see, listener text coming in. As a former coach from a local high school, I'll say that our kids work just as hard now as I did when I was an athlete in high school. Interesting, interesting. That covers sports that I didn't even coach from watching those athletes come into the weight room at 6 a.m. or after school to get the time in on their own. So there's a guy saying, kids these days are working as hard. And then on top of the stuff I throw in, okay, that's on top of the, the three major things I throw in from the resources to the opportunities of competitiveness and being on teams and learning early to the science and the technology side and the training. Um, listener text, we'll get to a few more. Um, kids today, I'm buying, buying, buying. I'll buy the all the future athlete stock. Faster, stronger, bigger, better. Kids today have more information at their fingertips and how to improve and how to reach goals much faster uh, and to an extent easier. Yeah, it's, it's sometimes I, I'm, I can have a tendency to think, uh, we're going to be on our phones. We're not going to be competitive. Oh, are we just going to be a world of, I hope both teams have fun. Because I'm a, just a lunatic competitive-wise. I am just a lunatic competitive-wise. And sometimes I think, uh, do the younger kids have that? Are they going to have it? A lot of kids have it, and then they're going to be so much better athletically. And that's why I'm buying. That's why I'm buying. Got to keep fighting the battle of the technology, the phones, the social media, the distractions. No doubt, because there's way more distractions, too. I want to tap into the more resources, more opportunities athletically. And I think the athletes today will, will be better. I, I really do. Coming right back. Um, let's see. Let's see. 
Uh, I don't get this one. I don't get this one. Two words. Avocado ice cream. I don't... <laughs> is, that, is that supposed to be um, healthy? New? Smart? All of the above? I got to tell you, I've never had avocado ice cream. I got to tell you, I've never had avocado ice cream. Listener text, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Oh! Oh! Tom versus time, and it's all about avocado ice cream. That's one thing I haven't had. That's why I didn't reach my full potential. Now you told me. That's why I didn't reach my full potential. It's uh, Neapolitan for me. Neapolitan. Not quite the same training advantage. Coming right back with Daniel Tatrell, head coach of the Rapid City Rush, as we move on. The Rush trying to get into the playoffs. They're close. He's next. Your sports, your show. This is the Nate Brown Show on 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. Rapid City in the Black Hills. If you're shopping for a new vehicle before you buy, stop by Gateway, one of our two locations, 123 Omaha or 410 North Campbell. We specialize in credit rebuilder programs. We specialize in finding you the rarest cars in the market. We specialize in the funnest car buying experience. If you have good credit, bad credit, no problem. We specialize in people. Gateway Autoplex with one of the largest inventories in the Black Hills. I'm Scott Anna. And I'm Adam Ray. And nobody, I mean nobody, beats a Gateway deal. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Scattered thunderstorms likely tonight, otherwise cloudy skies. Lows dip down to about 55, winds out of the west 10 to 15 miles per hour. Chance for scattered storms tomorrow, daytime highs approaching 71, mainly cloudy skies expected. Isolated thunderstorms again tomorrow night, lows dip down to about 50, cloudy skies expected. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 79. We're all going somewhere, going higher, faster, farther, going in new directions, to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring, keep making memories, keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health slash orthopedics. If you're grilling this weekend, be sure to have plenty of Village Hearth buns on hand. Fancy equipment and secret sauces are great, but once you've mastered the basics, it's all about the bun. Your perfectly grilled hamburgers and hot dogs deserve the best, and with several varieties to choose from, including unsliced old-fashioned, classic white, wheat, Pennsylvania Dutch potato, and flavorful gourmet onion, the bakers at Village Hearth have the buns your family will love. Village Hearth buns, baking our best for you. Not all trusts fit in a box. We do our best to um, to put a personal touch on each one and really listen to our customers and make sure that we take care of them the very best that we can. We are going to apply the, the best of our knowledge and ability and care to really analyze our situation and find all the best uh, solutions that we possibly can. We customize what we do to what you need. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Oh, we're rolling on 
on a Thursday. Rolling on a Thursday. Thanks for being a part of the Black Hills Sports Station. Your sports, your show. Rapid City Sports Talk Show. The Nate Brown Show live on Fox Sports Rapid City. Let's talk Rapid City Sports right now. Rapid City Rush Hockey. Eight games left. It is tight, ladies and gentlemen. It is tight in the ECHL playoff standings. The Rush are right there. They're .039% back. That's close. That's .039%. Nice win last night for the Rush. Huh? How about that? Winning back-to-back now. Big OT win last night. Um, Utah losing. Uh, the Rush closing the gap and uh, some big games this weekend here at home. We'll talk to Daniel Tatro right now, head coach of the Rush, back on the show. Coach, it's good to talk to you. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Let me ask you about back-to-back wins here. Kind of uh, a tough go at Utah, and what's it feel like now? A couple of big ones. Yeah, no, definitely. We went through a rough patch, uh, losing six in a row all on the road, uh, and four in a row in Utah. Uh, you know, it was tough. Uh, it was a bump of the road, but we uh, we kept battling and then got a big win Saturday in Wichita. And, uh, you know, it was a weird situation on Sunday where our games uh, our game got postponed there in Wichita because of ice conditions, and uh, so we're just going to scrap that game and then uh, came back home uh, last night, got a big win in overtime against Indy. Um, you got some massive games. They all count here big time, but uh, I want to ask you about um, last night. Um, that indie team. What did you like most about your guys' effort last night? Well, we started off really slow. Our first period was, uh, I don't know, we didn't play very good. Uh, that first game uh, back uh, from a long road trip is always a tough one sometimes, and uh, it just seemed like we didn't have our legs. But uh, we uh, broke out in the second period with three or four goals there and, uh, you know, uh, made it 4-2. They came back and tied it late. But uh, uh, in overtime, you know, Garland was on a breakaway, hit the crossbar, and Quenville, uh, you know, got the rebound and uh, uh, scored. So, that extra point in that win was huge. Uh, if you look at the win percentage, I know you mentioned it earlier, you need those Ws. So, And that made us 8-3 and three overall in overtime this year. So we have a lot of confidence going into overtime. Why is that, Coach? Why do you think? It's tough, tough-nosed team. Um, that's a good record in overtime. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's more mental. We know we can win, and we won a lot of games, especially in the first shift of uh, those overtime periods. And I think the guys know that, and uh, we drive off that situation it's three on three. We have a lot of skill up front, and you know uh, we we get the job done. So it's a confidence thing. Overtime win last night over Indy. Um, it's a big weekend uh, for the Rush coming up Friday and Saturday. A couple of big wins. Um, it is. Does it feel like the guys say, hey? They got to be constantly watching the standings, right? I mean, they know the scenario. So how you how do you kind of keep them dialed in? Is hey, we got to take care of our business, but they got to be watching the standings. Yeah, we are. We need some help. And actually, last night uh, Utah was up three nothing uh, in in the second period. So we thought for sure Utah had it in the bag and. You know, come to find out, we went in overtime, get back in the locker room, and I tell the guys that uh, Allen came back and won it. So it just gives the guys a lot of hope and a lot of uh, confidence going to the weekend. And, uh, you know, uh, things can happen quick. We we know ourselves. We were up uh, five points on Utah in one week. We're down seven points. So, uh, you know, they're playing tough opponents as well, and hopefully we get some more help from Allen. And, uh, you know, we just got to take care of business. We we basically got to win every game, but we're, we're taking one game at a time. Okay, so you still believe – well, I mean, you say we, we want to win every game, but you still believe that might be uh, um, the thing is to, to take overtake Utah. you got to win the last eight here. 
Well, the reason I say that we got a favorable schedule. We got three, uh, six game, uh, six home games left, and only uh, two on the road. So, sixteen possible points here, and uh, you know, and we know we can make a run. I mean, uh, we went nine and one before losing uh, the, the six games in a row. So, uh, we have confidence, and uh, you know, we just got to keep playing well. And uh, you never know; there's a lot of points on the table left, <laughs> lots of hockey left. Rapid City Rush at home against uh, Indy this weekend. It's Military Appreciation Weekend. Uh, the Rush. Right Right on the verge of a playoff spot each game, big time. Let me talk to you about this player, Avery Peterson. I just saw this ECHL co-leader in goal scoring with 27. Talk about his season. Yeah, he's been uh, a great player, great asset to our organization, getting him from uh, Atlanta as a free agent. And, uh, you know, he's just got a good uh, release on a shot. And, you know, he's been on a line with uh, Quenville and, uh, and and Coulter most of the season. And uh, he's on our top unit power play. So he just has a knack for the net and he's got a great release. And, uh, you know, it's nice to see him uh, be uh, leading the league and scoring. I'll tell you, Monami, um, really good as well in the last three straight, uh, has goals in the last three straight games. Um, the rush, well-balanced, tough uh, tough road, but they've got it in front of them at home mainly starting this weekend again. Tomorrow and Saturday, uh, rush hockey at home. Eight games left. Get out and watch the rush. Daniel Tatrell on tonight. Coach, good luck to you. Keep it up. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Daniel Tatrell joining us on the Nate Brown Show. Head coach, Rapid City Rush. Man, he's, he's, he's had a nice season. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a grinder. There's been some stretches that rough early. He kept them, kept them going here. They've got some nice players. Nice players as I follow this team. Um, the rush, right on the verge. That's, that's what you – I mean, fans have told me, we want to see competitive, right? you got to be competitive for the playoffs. That, that's where they're at. That's where they're at. Uh, appreciate Daniel Tatrell, head coach of the rush, coming on each week. Eight games left. That's it. And if you miss the number, .039% behind Utah for the last playoff spot. They go on percentage, um, so he's got to win, win, win. Hope Utah uh, drops drops a few, and they, they very well could as well. Uh, can the rush turn the tide there and get in that last playoff spot right on the verge? We'll jump into baseball next. Just getting started here in May, post-22. Some young players, some college guys that are really, really good. Okay, This Hard Hats team. Can they find their stride? They're seven and six. Tough weekend against Watertown. Let's get reaction from Kelvin Torvey. The Hard Hats are on the road tomorrow night here on Fox Sports Rapid City. 7.30 start time against Scott's Bluff. Coach Torvey live next. The Nate Brown Show. Would you rather walk across hot coals or have poison ivy everywhere? Some choices are lose-lose, but it's all win-win at Taco John's. Choose three chicken street tacos or three chicken soft-shell tacos for just five bucks. Taco John's. Bigger, bolder, better. For even more win-wins, download the Taco John's app for exclusive deals. So technically, that's a win-win-win. Hey, renters in the Black Hills. I'm State Farm Agent Scott Carlson, and I'm ready to surprise you in a good way with surprisingly great rates on auto and renter's insurance. That's right. Me and my team can help you protect your car and your stuff for less than you might think. Get a quote and see how much you can save. You might be surprised. Call me, State Farm Agent Scott Carlson, for your surprisingly great auto and renter's rate today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Hi, this is Rihanna Wicked at Elevate Performance. We are ready to launch our summer sports performance camps, and now is the time to register the athlete in your family. If you want your athlete to run faster and jump higher, join us at Elevate this summer to get that edge. Our summer sports performance camps are open to boys and girls grades 6 through 12. Elevate Performance is ready to help our local athletes improve their strength, speed, agility, and more. Register today for the summer sports performance camp. Just visit ElevatePerformanceSD.com. In a world where Big Daddy finally gets a vacation and it's just you cruising down a lonely highway all alone, except... Uh, um, your wife, your kids, the dog? So it's just you and your family cruising on a lonely highway. <sighs> we literally just passed the visitor center. Mile after mile after mile. Uh, is the car supposed to make that noise? No. Knows. Did you not take the car in to get serviced? Of all the places to have car trouble, this is not the place. Seriously? Oops, I'm sorry, babe. Make sure your next vacation goes well by first stopping at Al's D&I Repair. The certified technicians at Al's will make sure your car is ready to take your family on vacation when you head out cruising on a lonely highway all alone, no one around for miles and miles. Al's D&I Repair, Sturgis Road, Rapid City. This is the story of Ted. Ted didn't play the lotto with everyone else at the office. Jackpot? Ha! Ted laughed. Sure, it's fun to dream, but you're never going to win. Until they did. Guess who still works at the office? Ted. Guess who doesn't? Everyone else. Don't be a Ted. You've got a lot to win. Give yourself a chance. Play lotto games from the South Dakota Lottery today. Good fun. Must be 18 to play. Please play responsibly. Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Blackhawk. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. the Nate Brown Show live on Fox Sports Rapid City. We're live weekdays 4 to 6. Catch the podcast if you missed this show or parts of the show. We had an interesting interview tonight with Kevin Kelly, famous for never punting, never punting in high school football. He's from Arkansas. He's won nine state championships. That's what he's become known for now is never punting and then going for onside kicks. And now he's won nine state titles, and now he's going to jump from high school to the FCS level. He's been hired as the head coach at Presbyterian College in the FCS. We had Kevin Kelly reached out to him. Fun interview tonight uh, just to get inside his strategy in the world of analytics in sports. Interesting stuff. Ben Verlander joined us, Justin Verlander's brother, Ben Verlander, Fox Sports Major League Baseball analyst earlier as well. So catch the podcast if you missed this show. Uh, or any parts of it. Sometimes you only catch 10 minutes, 15. Sometimes you don't catch it at all. Is that right? Hey, you miss it? 
That's okay. The podcast is there. FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Podcast up every night after we're done. All right, Major League Baseball to post-22 baseball. This guy has experience in both. Major Leagues, Legion, started right here in Rapid City, and now he's the head coach of the Hard Hats. Um, he's done a nice job. The Hard Hats here early on now. Uh, young team, he, he said it here on the show, the youngest team he's had at this level, uh, the Hard Hats level. They're 7-6 and six and post-22 baseball every night. Uh, we'll have their game on Fox Sports Rapid City, and we have another one tomorrow with Scott's Bluff as the Hard Hats go on the road as we get set to open up that new stadium here in early June. Kelvin Torvey's the head coach at post-22, and he's live here on the Nate Brown Show. Coach, always good to talk to you. How are you tonight? Good, well, Nate. Thank you. Appreciate you coming on. So, um, seven and six record. How? Oh, I don't want to say. How focused do you get on the record right now? Well, you always want to win games. Um, you know, the the games that really count. You know, are at the end of the year. And so, you know, if we were thirteen and zero, I would probably take that not very seriously either, because there's probably a lot of fool's gold in it. You know, seven six is not where we'd like to be. But we're learning. Like you said, we're young and, you know, we're making mistakes. And, you know, thankfully we're starting to learn from them. Uh, but we still have a long way to go. And our guys are working hard. And, uh, you know, we told them in Watertown that we are going to get there. Okay. So when, when some people say, well, some mistakes. Baseball is it's a mental game. and It's a physical game. But how much do you think it's mental, some of the mistakes? Well, I like what Yogi Berra said, 90% of baseball is half mental. I think that uh, pretty much sums it up that, uh, uh, you know, you, you there's so many different situations that can happen out there that really can only be taught through experience. And unfortunately, experience usually comes from making mistakes and learning from them. And so, yeah, it is it is a mental game. It's very negative. I mean, if you, you know, if one of my guys fails at the plate seven out of ten times the rest of his career, he'll end up in the Hall of Fame. And so there's failure. There's there's unique situations. There's a lot of moving parts, and when you couple that with a young team, you get uh, occasional inconsistent baseball. Okay, so one of the things is I noticed some of the unearned runs over the weekend there, especially early on against Watertown. Um, is, is your is your pitching? Do you like your pitching? But uh, the defense behind us got it, got a short up. Well, like I said, we were inconsistent in Watertown. First game, we couldn't throw a strike. Uh, second game, we couldn't uh, you know, field a bunt and throw it to the right base. Third game, we won. And the fourth game, we couldn't hit. You know, we th- we scored. A- we kicked a field goal in the first inning, and we're winning three nothing. And then uh, six zeros after that from a pitcher who was, you know was around the plate and threw a breaking ball for a strike. But you can't go six innings and not score after scoring three in the first. So it was it was a, like I said, it was inconsistent. It was you know one game it was one thing, the next game it's the next. Uh, and so once we start putting the pieces all together, I think we're going to be okay. Kelvin Torvey, post twenty two baseball. We're talking hard hats baseball. They're seven and six. Tough weekend there uh, in Water. So now you haven't had any games, Coach. So I ask you, has that been okay? Meaning, well, now you've been outside. You can get on your field. Uh, Kind of an open week here leading up to uh, uh, Scott's Bluff for the most part. Not a lot of games. Does that help you? Yes, it does. You know, we've got a lot of work done this week. You know, we're going to Scott's Bluff tomorrow, Saturday off. We're going to practice Sunday through Tuesday, and and we're getting a lot of work done on the field. These guys are, one, they're good baseball players. Two, they're intelligent, and they're high-character guys. And so um, it's something that, you know, every time we're on the field, they're learning something, which is, that's the important thing. They're learning something, and as long as we don't get down on ourselves, what, what, our co- you know, what the coaching staff tells our guys is the only time you get beat is when you quit. 
you know, if you learn and you keep competing and you keep battling, you know, some games are going to run out of time, run out of innings, but for the most part, you're going to be ahead in baseball and in life. And so we just don't quit. We just keep working and we keep grinding. Do you think this team can get going offensively? You said some of our games, and I've, I've, I've been listening and watching this, some of the games really good. It was just some, some inconsistency there. You think this could be a strong offensive team? Yeah, I do. Uh, when we went to Billings two weekends ago, we you know won four straight and we hit the ball there. And uh, you know we did score some like the first game in Watertown. We scored seven. We scored eleven. The game we won. Right. So yes, we we are striking out too much. But other than that, I like you know I I think we got some. I know we got guys that can hit. Um, you know we got some young players that struggle with the you know the breaking ball right now, but uh, they're going to get it. And so I I think we are going to be a good. Uh, good hitting team at the end of the day. Is your baseball approach locally different than the majors, Coach? People say, they talk about baseball now, they say, well, we're hitting home runs, and it doesn't matter to strike out. It sounds like you're approaching it differently with high school kids. I detest the strikeout. Um, you know, I just, it, it, if we put the ball in play at our level, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Most, most times they, they make the play, but striking out, there's, you, don't, you put zero pressure on the defense. And, you know, we've only got two guys in our lineup that can hit a home run at this point. And so, you know, we want to put the ball in play. We want to put pressure on the defense. You know, we want to run and all that stuff. So, no, I don't buy into the, no, you know, the, 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 if you strike out, who cares? Because we care very deeply at post-22 if you strike out. And we try to do the best we can to, to limit those. Good baseball talk tonight. Hard Hat's going to uh, go to Scott's Bluff tomorrow. We'll have it with Adam Birch on Fox Sports Rapid City tomorrow night. Scott's Bluff and post-22 baseball. About 730 we'll get going. Coach, we'll let you get back to it. Thanks for coming on. Nate, thanks so much. You have a good evening. Appreciate it. Um, Calvin Torvey, head coach, post-22, Hard Hats Baseball on Fox Sports Rapid City all summer long, waiting for that new stadium to open up. We're almost there, a couple of weeks away, a couple of weeks away. Uh, Hard Hats on the road tomorrow against Scott's Bluff. Coach Torvey in post-22 baseball right now, 7-6. and six. Um, We'll have the play-by-play tomorrow night. We come right back here on the Nate Brown Show. I want to get into this. Um, so, COVID... It messed up a lot of stuff, right? <laughs> messed up a lot of stuff. Messed up a lot of sports and the, and the whole thing. What did it do in 2020? I'm looking at fiscal year 2020. This report just came out. What did it do to the Big Ten, the SEC, the Pac-12, the Big 12? What did COVID, you know, how did that play out here had to move some games cancel games not play as many games tv deals what did it look like for the power five conferences from a revenue standpoint let's break into some numbers next you're listening to the only live and local sports talk show in the black hills the nate brown show on fox sports rapidcity.com and live on 1067 fm and 11:50 a.m fox sports rapid city Warren Chemical and Equipment Company has a five-step lawn care program to make your lawn the best it can be. Let Warren take care of your lawn weeds, plus five applications of fertilizer and micronutrients for a green, healthy lawn. We also offer lawn aeration to help your lawn breathe. Warren's five-step lawn pro service is the original lawn service company in Rapid City. Single applications of weed and feed or just lawn weeds are also available. Call Warren Chemical and Equipment Company for an estimate on our five-step lawn care program for your lawn. Phone 342 Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. 
Scattered thunderstorms likely tonight. Otherwise, cloudy skies. Lows dip down to about 55. Winds out of the west 10 to 15 miles per hour. Chance for scattered storms tomorrow. Daytime highs approaching 71. Mainly cloudy skies expected. Isolated thunderstorms again tomorrow night. Lows dip down to about 50. Cloudy skies expected. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 79. Here at Pizza Ranch, we appreciate innovations in food delivery, like how the ancient Italians used to slingshot hot meals to hungry Romans on the go. And while we appreciate the creativity, it turned out to be, well, a little messy. So, we found a better way to bring you our legendary pizza, the country's best chicken, and our one-of-a-kind cactus bread. Just place your order online, on the phone, or on our app, and then pick it up or have it delivered right to your door. All nicely packaged in clean, sturdy, non-flying boxes. No catching necessary. Pizza Ranch. Mmm, mmm. Danny Manholt Rapid Chevrolet buys cars. You heard that right. We don't just sell cars, we buy them too. We make cash offers to purchase local cars, trucks, and SUVs every day. Tired of listing online? Tired of messages? Or just tired of making payments? Whatever the reason, make an appointment at rapidchevrolet.com for a no-obligation appraisal. It's fast and free. When you're ready to sell, we're ready to buy. At Danny Manholt Rapid Chevrolet, Rapid City. Ever since Barron's Wilson Funeral Home first opened their doors in Rapid City 140 years ago, they have continued to make personal service their number one priority. In your time of grief, they offer a personal touch by being at your side through every step of the funeral process. They answer difficult questions and guide you toward other professional services you may need. See for yourself the wide variety of services they can provide for you by visiting their website at barronswilson.com. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, but it can help prepare South Dakota's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the South Dakota High School Activities Association and the South Dakota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Glad you're a part of the program each day. I appreciate that. Local, regional, national. We had you covered tonight. We're not done tonight. We're not done. We're in the Drive at 5 presented by Summit Automotive Group. SummitAutoGRP.com for car buying truly built around you. Get the right vehicle, the right financing. All not of the none of the high pressure sales stuff that Stacy and Matt and their crew at Summit. Find out how and start your search there. SummitAutoGRP.com. Okay, so last uh, this last week here, 
we've just heard about um, Stanford bringing back 11 sports. They were going to cut 11 Olympic sports, and one of those uh, big one was wrestling. I have a lot of wrestling fans that have listened to the show uh, over the last couple of years. And, you know, we, we talk some wrestling. I'm not a wrestling expert, so I like having the coaches on, featuring their programs, learning about it. Uh, it's, a, it's a popular sport, uh, Western South Dakota. And, and wrestling at Stanford's been really good. At Stanford's been really good. So when they threw that sport into, we're going to cut these sports, a lot of people went up in arms about that. Alumni very upset, the whole thing. And so... Then there was some lawyers involved as well as fundraising involved and some donors involved. And I've I've always said when you cut sports and things like that, it it really does more damage than the savings you're going to uh, make. Yeah, I mean, you're talking Stanford here. They got so much money it'd make your head spin. We all know this, right? Um, And I always felt COVID um, provided this opportunity for athletic directors and, and some leadership presidents, uh, some presidents, by the way, um, the presidents are the ones that say, Hey, Hey, AD, you got to make this work. Here's how much money you're going to have. You make it work. You make it work. It's, so it's tough. It's not always the ADs. I, I throw the ADs in there. Um, it, it's a lot of the presidents and uh, they say these sports, see, why do you have this and this? It's a line item. Okay. I always say, then you cut it, and then you fire people up, and it, and it always backfires. You saw it at Stanford this week. Clemson, same thing. I mean, it's so interesting. Clemson was going to cut men's track and field and cross country. I mean, I mean, these are these are pretty mainstream sports. I know they're not revenue generators, but they're mainstream sports. It got people ticked off at Clemson, too. Same thing. They announced this week they're going to bring that back. I've always said... This was something, okay, how did this pandemic affect universities? It did affect them. It did affect them. But I don't know if it affected some of these big universities as much as you think. Here's some numbers from 2020. Just came out. Conference revenues. These are conferences now. Why is this important? Conferences give a lot of money to schools. They give a lot of money to schools. So I'm thinking, hey, the pandemic hammered some businesses, some sectors of this economy, and and college sports and conferences probably got hit pretty hard, right? Fiscal year 2020, conference revenue took a modest hit. And I'm telling you, modest. These conferences still shelled out money to these universities. I mean, some of these universities acted like they were going to be on their last leg. And and that's where I lead to. The presidents look at, oh, we're not making as much money, so let's cut this or cut that. And then you fired the alumni up. It was all all a mistake. They, They, oh, we're not making as much money. And when I say that, here's what it is. Big Ten, $768 million in 2020. $768 768 million revenue. SEC, 728 million. PAC 12, a little further down, 533 million. ACC, 496 million. Big 12, last on the list there, still over 400 million, 409 million. So the early stages of the pandemic did halt some unbelievable growth. I mean, it, it's been. It's been growing like you wouldn't believe the TV deals and everything else. These conferences just shelling out money like you wouldn't believe to the school. So 
it, it stymied that a little bit, but there was still a lot of money getting thrown around. A lot of money. I just tell you, they didn't do as bad as maybe the universities or the conferences wanted you to think, which I'm good with. I'm good with. Okay? That's the numbers out today. Big Ten leads the way, by the way. Big Ten leads the way. Um, that's the richest conference from a 2020-year standpoint. That's the richest conference making the dollars from a 2020. SEC second, and I was a little surprised, Pac-12 third. Maybe the Pac-12 is not as far off as, as we think. ACC in there fourth, Big 12 coming in last at fifth as far as revenues from the conference. Who's hot and who's not? Speaking of colleges, did um, did a college coach turn down this NFL team? They were looking. I, I think they were going to hire this guy. And he turned down an NFL team from college? I've got that in my who's hot and who's not. Plus, there was a 40-yard race with NFL players. They had four of these guys. Three of them were wide receivers. One of them was a linebacker. Who do you think won this race? Your guy Justin Jefferson with the Vikings? He was involved in this race. Interesting race. A 40-yard dash. We're doing all these track meets these days. Who would win this race? It's my who's hot category on the way. Being in the Army National Guard is about more than just serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable. Serving part-time lets you attend school full-time while you take advantage of education benefits that can help you graduate debt-free. If a civilian career is your goal, serving part-time allows you to work at a full-time job. The skills, qualities, and contacts you'll develop in the Guard can open doors to a great civilian career. Want to serve but worried about being away from friends and family? Part-time service in the Army National Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want while you enjoy the many benefits of serving your community and nation. You owe it to yourself to learn more about how the Army National Guard can fit into your life. Visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the South Dakota Army National Guard. Aired by the South Dakota Broadcasters Association and this station. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. All right, let's send you on your way on a Thursday night with Who's Hot and Who's Not on the Nate Brown Show. Brought to you by our friends at the Pizza Ranch. The best buffet in Rapid City by far is the Pizza Ranch. The fried chicken, the salad bar, the pizza. The cactus spread, drink included. I'm hungry. Pizza Ranch, two locations. The buffet open daily, 11 to 8. Hit it. Love it. Um, who's hot and who's not? I thought this was interesting. This was flying around Twitter today. Really interesting. It's rare you get to watch a race between NFL players. Very rare. So there's a video going around. There was wide receivers racing a linebacker. Okay, this was a 40-yard dash. 40-yard dash. Here's the players that were involved. Chiefs wide receiver special teams guy, McCole Hardman. He's a burner. Raiders wide receiver, Henry Ruggs. He's a burner. Buccaneers linebacker, Devin White. Okay, he, he was in here. And Vikings wide receiver, Justin Jefferson. 
So three wide receivers and a linebacker. 40-yard race, videos out there. You can find it. Who wins it in our Who's Hot category? Chiefs punt return specialist wide receiver McCole Hardman wins it. 4.22. Hardman first. Ruggs with the Raiders second. 4.26. The linebacker, Devin White, comes in third. 4.37. The linebacker, who's 237 pounds. Your guy, Justin Jefferson with the Vikings, came in last. 4.5. 4.5. Interesting stuff. Hardman, a burner, 4.2. And I'm impressed. Devin White, he's 237 pounds, 4.37. Henry Ruggs is 188 pounds, 4.26. Um, in our Pizza Ranch Who's Not category, do you buy this? Well, CBS Sports is reporting Iowa State head coach Matt Campbell, the Cyclones head football coach Matt Campbell, turned down the Detroit Lions. They wanted Matt Campbell. That's CBS uh, Sports Report. Matt Campbell turned down an eight-year, $68.5 million contract to coach the Lions. Matt Campbell stayed at Iowa State. Over the Lions? The Detroit Lions continue to be in my who's not category. Thanks for listening to the Nate Brown Show. We'll send you the odd couple. Keep it here on Fox Sports.